It's Robert. Our February shows are right around the corner, so make sure to join us in San Diego on Tuesday, February 14th. Ooh la la, that is indeed Valentine's Day. And in Denver on February 15th, when our stories will center on the theme red-handed. Even though our new year is just getting started, we are excited about our themes for the year, and we are super-duper hope-excited about the limited run of signed and numbered posters that our friend and artist Michael King designed for us. We are selling them only at our live shows for now, and they are going fast. If you want to get your hands on one of these beautiful screen-printed gems, please come see us at a show. You can find out a little bit more information about the posters and see images of them on our Facebook page. Uh, but come get one of these before they are gone. We'll see you at a show. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. It's next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrators Podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. This week's story comes to you from Jackie Jones. Jackie shared this story at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego on December 13th, 2016. The theme of the evening was parents just don't understand. Enjoy. So I'm a little nervous as I will be saying the word penis in front of all of you. The last time I said penis in a crowd, I was 10 and everybody was, everybody was singing that famous song by Shocking Blue. I'm your penis, I'm your fire, what's your desire? You know that one. So yes, I will be nervous, and there will be penises, okay? I can't quite pin down when I first heard the word boner. I might have been in third grade. I knew it was bad, possibly nasty. Something was secretive about the boner. So... I asked a neighborhood boy what it meant. Bob, name changed to protect Rob, Lake Levin Drive. He was in sixth grade. He was the oldest boy on the block, and on my block, all my friends were boys. I was a tomboy, and that's the way it was. Boys had better toys. Gas airplanes, lunar modules, toys that could potentially give you third degree burns. They were awesome. Plus, they read Mad Magazine. Hello. <laughs> so, um, what's a boner, Bob? <laughs> We're sitting in a vacant tract home. We would invade these skeletons of future suburban homes. We would slide down wooden planks or jump out the windows or take slugs from the electrical sockets or bathtubs as the slugs worked in gumball machines. Boys and girls did these things. We were all a bunch of thieves. So, what's a boner, Bob? Bob said, this is absolutely true. Let me put it this way. Say there are a dozen naked girls standing in a row over there. I would have a boner. Huh? <laughs> what? It was very innocent, I was very young. None of the boys ever saw me as an actual girl anyway. Not then, and not later, when I took off my overalls, removed my glasses, and shook my hair out. <laughs> as Chrissy Hines sang, this ain't gonna be in like in the movies, and it didn't. I grew up 
got glasses, got braces, and then played the elbow. Hot. Okay. So, a dozen naked girls. Intriguing, right? Is that why people like the Rockettes? I, I don't get it. Does it have to be a dozen? I kind of figured it had to do with penises. I knew that much, but I'm not sure how I knew that. So where do we learn about sex? Books, movies, friends, sisters. My parents never discussed sex with us. My mother simply handed me a Kotex, you're a woman now, <laughs> kit that explained my period. She didn't explain my period, and she was a teacher. We did have sex education in grade school, probably to the relief of many parents. But at that time, I was more confused about tampon schedules. I didn't understand. Anyway, I didn't really think about penises until I saw carnal knowledge. Not the movie, the mad magazine parody of carnal knowledge. So let's go back to third grade and Bob's definition. Okay, so imagine my confusion when later that same day, I hear my grandfather playing the banjo, and he hits a wrong note, and he laughs, and he tells me, oh, <laughs> I really pulled a boner on that one. <laughs> what? Ew, Grandpa, wait, I don't get it. I'm so confused. Okay, so language changes. I have two older sisters, and I know they must have talked about boners. Someone must have. I didn't have any brothers, but somebody must have mentioned it. I distinctly remember my oldest sister, Janice, telling me that the words kids use at her school for carnal knowledge was bawling. <laughs> Nowadays, when you call someone a baller, I do not think the old word means what the new word thinks it means. <laughs> Slang changes, language changes, and yet look at the sustainability of the incredibly misleading name, blowjob. <laughs> Imagine the confusion. Blow? When do I blow? <laughs> okay, so puberty arrives. I don't know about you, but during puberty, I felt like everybody was looking at me all the time. And who can blame me? First, I was told God certainly watched every single second of my life, which is weird. As if God was some fat, binge-watching, bonbon-eating creep watching young girls. That's worse than Grandpa and his boater, I don't understand. To make matters worse, there were these comics by a man named Jack Chick. Does anybody know who Jack Chick is? Anyway, thank you, Arthur. <laughs> You're going to Google him tonight, I trust me. Crazy fire and brimstone cartoonist. Absolutely insane. He had this one comic book called This Was Your Life. So my mother would go to a Bible store in La Mesa to buy these little glow-in-the-dark crosses or Bible bookmarks for her first grade class at St. Luke's Lutheran School. She taught first grade. So while I was in the store, I was naturally drawn to little Jack Chick comics because <laughs> I'm a comic person. Anyway, they scared the shit out of me. Jack Chick says that when you die, you're taken into a movie theater where you're shown a movie of every bad thing you've ever done in your entire life. A movie. 
Then, of course, God points you to the pearly gates or to the fiery furnace. Why the notion of a movie of my life scared me when I was a little kid is very interesting to me. Um, you know, other than talking boners with a teenage boy in an abandoned house, I mean, what have they done wrong, right? So God is watching, and Santa's watching too. Don't forget Santa. Santa knows when you're bad or good. Okay. I didn't really believe either of those two things by the time I touched a penis. But it was kind of hard to shake off self-consciousness, you know, that everyone knew what you were up to. So the first time my high school boyfriend... <laughs> Let's call him Bob, why not? Anyway, <laughs> first time he grabbed my boob, I swear I felt his hand there for days. I felt like everyone could see Bob's hand in my boob. Hi, Mom. So my paranoia my got even worse as more clothes fell off. For example, Bob and I were in the making out stage of our relationship. Making out. One girl in high school told me she and her boyfriend made out for five hours. I can't think of any five-hour activity I would enjoy now. Maybe golf. Maybe golf. You know. <laughs> there are similarities between golf and sex. You often feel you're not doing it right. And you think you're doing it better when you're drunk. Okay, so Bob and I are in the couch in his basement. I have my back to the stairwell, and I decide to slip my hand under his clothes, right? Why not? He did, he did. And here's his hand on my boob to prove it. Right? So, so off we go, grope, 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 tongue, tongue, tongue. See you in algebra. Go home. So the next day, Bob tells me his father came downstairs and saw us, saw me with my hand down Bob's pants. And he turned around and walked back upstairs. God, Santa, Bob's dad. I was so embarrassed. I refused to go over there for a long time. So we made out in our cars, right? So we made out on a native sending, and we made out on some street that everybody made out on in Del Cerro that overlooked the city. And guess who shows up every time? The cops. Grope, 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 tongue, 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 ah, flashlight. God, Santa, Bob's dad, the police. So Bob and my relationship continued. He'd come over to our house more often as I was still in a shame spiral imagining Bob's father seeing me with my hand on his son's penis. So now I was ready to attempt the job of blow. <laughs> I had a friend recently who said this to me. Remember when that was the last thing you would do? <laughs> Women of a certain age get that joke. And I guess it was true for me because I lost my virginity before I did that. Anyway, so I lost my virginity while we were watching It Takes a Thief. <laughs> Why I remember that is interesting. Okay, so you remember Alexander Monday and that boo? Robert Wagner, we used to say, if Tuesday Weld mar married Alexander Monday, she'd be Tuesday Monday. If Wednesday Adams married Alexander Monday, she'd be Wednesday Monday. <laughs> was I thinking about that? I don't know. Anyway, so... 
and then my pants fell off. So anyway, back to the winds of fortune. So our tract home was like every other one, but we did have this cool see-through fireplace. So both rooms, the family room where everyone lived and the living room where no living thing sat, would both benefit from the lovely fireplace. It was kind of a cool idea. So there in front of the flames and a rug, I bent down and was just about, this needs a visual. <laughs> I bent down on the rug and was just about to commence in blowing my boyfriend when I turned toward the fireplace and saw my mother on the couch in the other room. Yes, true story. I jumped up like a cat on a hot tin penis. God, Santa, Bob's dad, mom, and fucking Jack Chick. So I don't know how parents deal with these things. I'm sure they do understand. I don't know. I don't have children. How could I get interrupted every time I have sex? But it all turned out fine. My mother didn't see me. I think. Thank you. Jackie Jones, thank you. Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Mary Robertson, Aaron Rollman, and me, Ron Doyle. Our intern is Sydney Crane. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. And our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. A very special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Lego Pete's, Greater Than Records, Sexy Pizza, Sexbot Comedy, From the Hip Photo, and Breckenridge Brewery. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And join us at one of our live monthly shows, which take place every second Tuesday of the month at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego, California, and every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and are always free to attend. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter. And for past episodes, photos from our live shows, and a list of our upcoming events and themes, please visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening. <laughs>